What's going on, guys and gals? My name is Chris Tondevold, and this is Ambition Radio. This is a podcast where we try to find people that have found that balance between their life, family, career, and the pursuit of their passions, dreams, or hobbies. This week, we have Sal, Adam, and Dalton of the Space Lumberjacks. I've known Adam and Dalton for a long, long time, and it was great catching up with them and breaking down the formation of the Lumberjacks' current lineup, Adam's true passion, and how if you bug a company enough on social media, they might just sponsor you, or at least send you some free stuff. This was my first time sitting down with Sal, so to hear how he joined up with the rest of the Lumberjacks and his history around the Southern Maryland music scene was great. I really enjoyed the conversation and hope you do too. 2020 is shaping up to be a big year for the Space Lumberjacks. They start recording in January and will release songs throughout the year in the lead up to their full length release later this year. Thank you, Brandon Nicholson and Instrumental Records for allowing me to use the space. Check them out for your next recording project. As always, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, follow me on Spotify, and subscribe on Google Play or however you get your podcast. Thank you for everything. Here's the show. Enjoy. It's good to see you, Tondi. Yeah, it's oh, been, yeah. Uh, been quite a couple years, man. Yeah, I mean, you are skinny, yes. which I yeah. don't know how to feel about because I keep looking around like everybody else. <laughs> And I'm like, I need to get my shit together, and I just don't. Well, to be fair, we cut our guts out, so. Yeah, we had our well, guts I mean, there's out. that, I guess, but <laughs> at the same time, like, I just eat. Dude, trust me, I'm back on that level. I'm, I'm chunking up again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm bold. I'm, I'm, I'm gaining I mass as we speak. Oh, man. That's, that's got to be hard. A lot. I've seen it. Yeah, I've, I've seen uh, one of my coworkers did it, and um, he, he had to go through a whole bunch of shit to even get the surgery on so he had to like lose 50 pounds before he could even get the surgery and then had to like watch his full diet in there and learn how to exercise again after everything is done and now he's right back interest oh really he's bulked up again yeah yeah i I think i had about five maybe six years now i got the uh, gastric bypass Mm -hmm. and uh i that my doctor i had to do nothing i just had to Get a few uh, heart exams to make sure I wouldn't die on the fucking surgery. Right. <laughs> we don't want. <laughs> Besides that, that I, had to, I had to I had to lose no weight, but uh, I lost weight quickly because I was on a pretty good diet. I was pretty much living off hard-boiled eggs and broccoli <laughs> during so the, the first and years. And farting everywhere. Oh yeah, well I'll do that no matter <laughs> no matter what stage of life I'm at. <laughs> surgery, pre, post, it doesn't matter. Well, I don't get why you had to lose weight. To go into a because, surgery for because when you lose weight, they, they want to they, make they, sure they, they will reiterate the, re, reiterate sorry the fact that it's a tool to help you lose weight, right. not just a uh, instant lose weight. And they want to make sure you will be dedicated to doing it. They say it's, a, it's like a lifestyle change, yes, so you have to change is. your lifestyle like completely for like everything. So pretty that's much you have to go keto it. or something like that. Um, not keto. I mean, so right before like surgery, they're like, all right, well then you got to eat soup. Yeah. For like Which I, the rest of I your life. T- yeah. <laughs> Can it at least be chunky soup? I was like, all right, well, I was like, all right, well, Good I'm going to smoke. Chowda. And they're like, well, you shouldn't smoke. And I was, I was like, eh, fuck off. I'm going <laughs> to well, smoke. You know what? Now, now that I say that, I do remember the doctor told me I need to, because I told him I drink like on the weekends pretty pretty heavily. And he goes, oh, I want you to go like a month without drinking. On the weekends? <laughs> <laughs> just on the weekend. Condi on well, the left. It's just on the weekend. All right. All right. All right you know what? I'm, mm. I, don't, I don't like where you're going with this. It is Sunday. It is Sunday. <laughs> or something like that. But uh, the yeah, low level he, he, made, he made me go. I told I told him, you know what I'll do it for you I'll stay stone sober so for a few months there Dalton Pyre causes 
we'd have parties at townhouse, and I'd be just drinking water, cheersing people with water. Yeah, with Ugh. water. Because yeah. cause my, I have idle hands, and if, if people are drinking, I want something to drink, so I have yeah. water fixes uh, yeah. that. Yeah, Isn't that the a... worst thing about, like, just in general, about, like, sobriety? Drinking, and yeah, in general, it's just like, all right, well, if I'm not going to drink, then I'll just, like, have hang something. out. Well, it's... Oh, and then yeah. if you don't drink while you're there, you're just like, fuck, man. Well, you got to have the personality for it. So I'm I'm talkative and an asshole enough sober. Yeah, well. So when when I was drinking, the only thing that I did was get louder and... <laughs> Didn't shut up at all, and then kept making fun of more people. So it was just like it's just a heightened experience on me. Um, but I've been sober like two years, I think. Oh, uh, nice, congratulations. Yeah, well, the Respect. it would be nice if I looked like the traditional before and after photo, <laughs> but I don't. I look like a before and like a worse than before. <laughs> no, but I. I don't know, because I know a lot of people that are in the program, and like once they're in the like program and everything like that, they legitimately, it's like, well, I don't drink anymore, and then you're like, <laughs> all right, cool, that's that's awesome, and they're like, well, I wish I could lose weight, mm-hmm. and you're just like, well, and that's something to you like replace... distract yourself from the drinking. Exactly. Like I feel like yeah. oddly enough, uh, exercise actually time. helps with because it, it's it's like. Because people get addicted to exercising, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like you can, like, kick this one addiction's ass with another, and there you go. But, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't know. But they always talk about, like, the runner's high and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. because cause you get endorphins. So you you get get endorphins I, don't, I don't understand that. Well, Isn't it the like whole thing with, like, doing that. what if that was, like, the whole, like, what if that was the solvent for, like, everyone who has, like, addiction problems, like, in general? Then everybody would do be doing it. They were just like, no, nah, no, man, you could just like run a mile. Yeah, right. Be okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, so you smoke like, crack, so real man. Quick, yeah, yeah exactly. if you just ran like five miles, it's the same but, exact thing. But but if no, you were like, not. All right, well, Get no, if you just went here. to like Ethiopia or something. Okay. Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? It's a little different. In All right, Ethiopia. so my my max weight was four twenty, and my lowest weight was one ninety seven. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and at my Fragger. lowest weight, I went for a jog, and I stopped about two minutes into it and went, I can't do this. I, no, no matter what size I am, I cannot run. This is not for me. Absolutely not. I don't mind walking. Walking's fun. Uh, yeah. I have a good time walking. It is. It's the trees and shit. It's fucking terrible. It's, I can't do it. It's shite. It's pure fucking shit. I can't do it. I'm over it. That's why you go hiking. You How the hell did we get on weight loss? Oh, maybe maybe we should immediately try to... Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll get there, but... Uh, <laughs> the, the end. By the way... I will say... Featuring. I will say that when when people are, like, addicted to working out, they're the worst people. I agree with that. Oh, my God. Completely they're the that. worst people. So I, I, ho- yes. I would rather... This is going to sound terrible. I'd rather you be like addicted to something else than addicted to <laughs> working out. Exactly, dude. You yeah. one, you like get into all the different like chemical shit. You take pre-workout, after yeah. workout, which is whatever. It's all the same. It's all the same basic chemical shit that's going to kill you either way. Yeah. And then all you're really doing is just lifting heavy things and putting them back down. And, I, I'm and more about I'm more clothes. I'm more against the whole attitude of it all because you think all of a sudden now you're on a pedestal. Yeah, yeah. I just I got them serious gains, bro. You're just freaking on Instagram all the time, just like gains for life, no skip any leg day or <laughs> Which, whatever. Which I mean, it's cool. I don't mind that at all. We were wrong. I just I just think that just like pushing, making people who don't do it like seem like a negative source of life all of a sudden. 
I'm, that's where I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you see, you see the the videos or the pictures of, you know, the the bigger dudes that are in the gym, and then people making fun of them when they're yeah, legitimately trying to yeah, I hate that fix themselves, and uh, you know, that's that's a whole other just culture of it that yeah. is just no not great. Shit, bro. That's but, that, that's like being back in high school all of a sudden, you know, just yeah, the whole like yeah. stupid. I also don't feel like you should have that many veins showing. <laughs> You shouldn't look like a walking dick. <laughs> I I am the main vein. Yeah, I am I am the penis. <laughs> Drawing blood must be pretty damn easy. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh. yeah. Don't have to do that one twice. There, there, there was the one perk you get. <laughs> All right. What so if, good. No, no, you're good. Well, Sorry. what I was gonna do is just reset real right, quick. Okay, right. And uh, how we got to that part? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it'll be good. It's it's, um, it's it's one of those like the movies where they start in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I like uh, Tarantino. I like starting the show just bullshitting because that's mostly where the the fun stuff comes from. Yeah, and um, that's where all the the funnier things happen. And then you get into some serious stuff, and just like this is boring. You're gonna find nothing with us. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> you 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 can try. Uh, you know what? I challenge you, actually. Podcast, <laughs> right, right. So we'll reset real quick, and then we'll introduce everybody. Um, that's the only thing that I really want to do, and then we can do kind of whatever. Um, the The main idea of the show is just to kind of get the history of everything, sure. right? Um, Sal, you've been a part of it for a little bit, but not the whole bit, right? Not the whole bit. Right. So this will be uh, fun for that, and then um, figuring out what keeps you guys going, because it's been... 12 years well, as a band, least. pretty much. For me and Don, we've been since 10th grade, which was yeah, 2002 we or three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whenever 9-11 happened. <laughs> that was not 9-11. We were in 8th was... grade when 9-11 happened, sir. <laughs> I know where I was. I was in science class. Sir. <laughs> I was at McDonald's eating a double cheeseburger. Delicious. So we'll go around, introduce yourselves. Uh, we'll <clears throat> talk about the band a little bit and then go from there. Sound good? Sure. Cool. So, Adam, go ahead and introduce yourself. Please. I am Adam Manbeast, if you will, <laughs> Parsons, uh, the keyboards of Space Lumberjacks, and Latsunetti, for that matter. The sure. key guitarist? Is it guitarist? Guitar, key, guitarist for Latsunetti, yeah. Well, guitarist. I, keyboards, well, it's all the same. Yeah. I'm, I'm, the same. I'm just in a cooler position than that. Right, right. And it, <laughs> it, it always makes me smile when I see that, because yeah. I don't think anybody actually does that in real life. Except well, you. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I am. I am that motherfucker. I'm the one. <laughs> uh, Sal. My name is Sal Bambino, and uh, I am I the singer or the vocalist? I don't. I don't really sing. You're, so you're I, the front sort of, I yell into a microphone for the Space Lumberjacks. So thank you for that. that that's 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 what I do. That sounds good. Uh, Dalton. Um, I. Blackout at shows uh-huh. <laughs> with a guitar Beautiful. with a guitar in my hand, and sometimes I sit down and someone else has oh, to God. play that. That was a bad show. For, yeah, and uh, then someone else has to do the rest for me. Yeah, thank you, Randy from Crimson Orchid. Yep. Can I know about that now? Like, what what just happened? When was this? Okay. <laughs> uh, All right. So one time, uh, Dalty had a little couple more drinks than he no, would like. No, don't don't fucking. I woke up at 5 a.m. to him in the same bedroom as me. There, there was a toy car in the room. He put a bottle of liquor in, on, to the, on the car and pushed it toward me to me to take a shot with him. Is that, I, I look at him and go, we have a show in like 18 hours. <laughs> Not even. I don't know what the fuck it was. 
And he and he goes well, I don't know. And he's he's he takes a few nips. I I, I take a few nips too. I, you know, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I, I I'm most alive in the morning because I'm a morning bird. Oof. But uh, he uh, by 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 yeah. showtime by showtime. I don't know. It was deadly blacked what show out. Was this? Oh, this I was, have uh, absolutely no was, recollection of bra- playing that show. The Brass so. Rail. Um, March, March, March something. Oh, 23rd. 23rd, uh, yeah. 23rd. Okay, yes. Hey, you guys know. remember the date. That's important. Well, actually, yeah. there, there is actually a reason. Don, you, if you, I don't know if you're going to do it or not, but it's there is good. a reason. Whatever. You can go. Okay, well, so that's that's the anniversary of his uh, his mom passing. Okay. So there was a reason for him drinking that like that, but. That'll, so, that'll do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no yeah. doubt. And uh, no, no one blamed him for the thing, so it's all good. Well, yeah, yeah my wife blamed me. Oh, she, she said it sounded well, like garbage. And if, then... if, if there... <laughs> the old lady really got on me that day. <laughs> so you blacked out. Ooh, big was, time blacked went out. Went to the show, tried playing, mm-hmm. and then just he sat, sat still. And... Sat down right on the front of the stage, and yeah. someone else had to play yeah. the you rest of the Randy guitar parts. From Orchid. Yeah, <laughs> big shout out, Randy. Uh, from Crimson Orchid. I don't even remember. Randy played guitar? Yep. <laughs> God damn, that's how much I fucking pay attention. Shit. We did a thing where I learned like five, I learned like three of Crimson Orchid songs and he learned like three of our songs, like just in case. Type that's thing. hilarious. And, and it, came through like a liquor review <laughs> from Adam wow and and then he was just like fuck it I'll I'll just I'm going to do it and I just gave him my guitar and I was just like I there's no way I'm playing for the cuz it it gets to a point like where like I'm all for like drinking before shows and stuff like that right. like I I'm fine Obviously. with drinking before shows clearly <laughs> but like like even I know my limits and that day I just I hit it to the point where I was just like, mm. it's like it was like it wasn't gonna go good, We're and going. it was to the point where I was making them look bad and everything else yeah. like that, and I was just like, it was Ugh. fine. Yeah, it's fine to us, but like for the people, our shows like that's that's what that's what's appealing about our shows is just it's it's utter chaos. It's pure rock and roll, man. Like, I would say Sal actually Sal here brings more of a punk theme to us Sal does, well yeah. that's where Even my background lies in complete metal but I'm, I'm, I'm a student of punk rock a cat punk what was it no that, for that punk, one punk, punk rock anatomy score whatever punk anatomy, we call it. I, I, really, I really Jack like Black. punk rock music is what i'm basically getting at good movie and good i take movie. a lot of good influence from it love it With, wasn't that the, the weekend that we did like three shows though yes that was the yes, one that you yeah. did that. Oh, that was you did when, that. You, when you woke up soundstage. That's this motherfucker <laughs> right before we oh, go. Oh, yeah, we had a show after that, too. I forgot about that. <laughs> we had a battle of the bands at fucking soundstage the next day, dude. In the, in the quote-unquote VIP area, this motherfucker is passed out yeah, just night-night. Out I, like a I, light. I gave him my earplugs so you could uh, <laughs> so dude, I was drink so that cool. sound out there. And then, like, as soon as we were done, you were gone. And then Aaron was freaking out, like, yo, we need everybody here for this. Even though I still say we should have won. But, you know, <laughs> what do I know? Well, I don't know. I was jacked up, dude, so. from the night before, man. Like, obviously. I drank. <laughs> I mean, literally, because I don't even know what we were doing. I, I just, I, whatever. It doesn't matter. I woke up at like nine o'clock in the morning, started drinking vodka. And I was like, fuck it. We're just going to go for there. And then it was just garbage for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, yeah, it was just up to this moment. Yeah, it was this like, moment. This moment. So I, I think, uh, I think one of the things that 
I take from that story, which I, I really like, is the fact that another local band figured out your songs, stepped in and played, because you guys have been around for a long time in the Southern Maryland community. Um, it's probably better now than it has ever been. I, I don't know if, if you guys would say the same agree. thing. Um, but it's nice seeing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, obviously, for us, especially. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really nice seeing that. So you guys have been doing it for over a decade. I stopped doing shows in 2000. I think 2011 was my last show that I put on. Damn. So that gives you kind of an idea of how far away I've been removed from it. Yeah. But seeing everybody still playing and still doing stuff and actually growing stronger has been really, really nice. Yeah, we were on hiatus for the longest time, too, and uh, we kind of came back. I feel like our name was a little forgotten for a little bit there, but we came back, and uh, our crowds, the crowds are bigger than they've ever been, for sure. I remember, I remember in the glory days back in the day, uh, we played for like a few of the band mates' girlfriends. That's about it. <laughs> that was as big as the crowd got. And now there's always at least a handful of heads out there. I mean, even the smallest shows, there's at least a few people. I mean, that's few. I mean, like, you know, 15 or so. And I'll, I'll take that any day over, you know, you know, nothing, obviously. Well, it's a new era with this scene, man. Like, everybody is putting out, like, really good music. Like, you, you can name a thousand bands now. That are around, the, maybe not a thousand, but you know, you got you got the heavy name all hitters. Of them. You got the Crow Hunters. You got the Stonebrews, Forged and Static, Mall Dyer, Deadbeat Holiday, Brothers Creeper, Shallow Deep. I could go the Young Swains. You can go on forever, and all these bands are just putting out good music, man. It's it's cool for me to be a part of it because I I was never really a big part of it. I was always kind of around. Like, mm-hmm. I was around for the My Brother's Place days. I was around for the Community Center days. Um, and even, I, I played, during the Memories days, I did play one show there. That was with my brief sim with Silent on Fish Street. Um, but now, it's totally different. There's, uh, I feel like back in the day, there wasn't as much of a sense of community as it is now. Mm-hmm. Like, back in the day, it felt like, yeah, everyone was sort of friends, but eh. But now there's kind of like a family kind of feel to it. I think one of the one of the bigger things for me going on the outside looking at in is when I was doing shows, I was trying to bring everybody together. Yeah. And there was a few other people that were putting on shows pretty consistently. Right. So you had my brother's place. You had memories. um, You had some other folks in room with a brew years and years and years ago. Was way where later. yeah, yeah. My time. <laughs> right so that was there to try you had a couple focal people that were trying to bring people together i think the biggest difference now is that all the bands are talking to each other and they're the ones that are bringing the community and booking the show but do you think that that's that's like an attribute to just like social media type thing like that is like one of the benefits for bands like lately is absolutely that's what I think. I mean, I I'm right there well, with you. It's part so. of it, like, but there was social. Back I in mean, the memories days, there was still space. We had, we had, no, we had like MySpace, that. baby. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh, MySpace, it was, it was yeah. MySpace, but it was more so like back then, like just talking from being in like the band projecting out mm-hmm. thing was just like 
it was a it was a fucking competition, bro. Like you, yeah, you you fuck if you didn't have the best Facebook page with blah 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 <laughs> that was going on and all this other shit. If you didn't have the best like recordings or anything like that, you sucked, man. I think there's there's two pieces to that. One is centralizing the booking part of it, right? So if you only have four people that are booking the shows, then the competition grows to get booked and Mm -hmm. get to do everything, right? And then if you also have people that are booking shows just to book shows to make money, there's another difference to that as well, right? So I'm sure that you guys have experienced that through Baltimore, D.C., even even a little bit down here, right? Right. I don't think there's a band in Maryland or southern, at least Southern I, Maryland, I, that I hasn't dealt with that shit. Yeah, I'd be right. surprised. So I think the the flip side to that though is there is no centralized booking anymore. Uh, there is no venue really to mm-hmm. play. It's just these bars that you have to like ask to play, and then eventually yeah. welcomed us in with yeah, open arms. Been, right. Yeah. Right. right. Brought us Absolutely. in. So I think really the the biggest difference is the sense of community because everybody's working together towards the same goal. Yeah. And that's, that's really just to, to play music again and get it all out and have fun because you don't have to have anybody that's dictating, okay, we're going to do a show this day. Uh, I need four bands. I have to go out and do the work. No, it's all the bands that are actually being like, Hey, do you guys want to figure this out? And you're all mature enough now because everybody's in, fucking old yeah exactly you know (laughs) (laughs) real fucking old when i was booking shows i was booking 15 16 Mm -hmm. 20 year olds all all the way up and that's that's completely different between what everybody's doing now as far as they have jobs they have families they actually think that that's like a thing like where it's like that is 100 percent attributed to just like maturity in general yeah it's definitely a factor Absolutely. I think I think that's the major factor. Uh, yeah. I don't know because uh, look at Dalton; he's the most mature <laughs> guy. No way. Since like maybe like in like infant age, infantile. Well, I, yeah, but figures. but I'm saying like, I I think more along the lines of like what I'm saying is like, do you think it is more involved because we're quote unquote mature, but we can just afford to like pay to play? Like if someone asks us to pay to play right now. Like straight up, and they were like, "You got to sell five hundred dollars worth of tickets." Yeah, okay. Oh, no, nope, nope. Tap out, tap out, son. I, I don't play think it. I was like, "Yeah, depends. I mean, if it was like, if it was like a legitimate band, you got, you and like, we, priest, I'll pay, I'll pay a thousand bucks worth." But that's about. <laughs> but that's about what it. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, though. It's like we have the, you know, what I mean, we have the money to do it. It's I'm just yeah, like I'm not going to do it. <laughs> right, I wouldn't well, want to. You grow from basement shows to. Venue shows, right? So eventually you're gonna be bigger than what you are. But I think the right. But I think to Dalton's point is when you can afford your own PA, afford the fact that you're making relationships with venues and bars that give you the option to play. uh, I think that's a a bigger piece to it. And the fact that you have money definitely comes to a point of it. I wouldn't ever do this podcast if I didn't have money. Because uh, this shit is expensive. Yes, hundred percent, dude. Yeah, it's a very good setup we got here. Yeah, all of, all of this is too much money, and <laughs> I shouldn't be meant. right. Thank you. And uh, if if it was up to me, I would pay even more money to not fucking do any of this <laughs> and just talk. <laughs> and I can't because that's that's way too much. 
I just have to figure out how to learn and press buttons and hope for the best. Uh, I don't know how it's going so far, but it's probably going to shit pretty good. <laughs> so that I mean that that makes me appreciate the fact that you haven't listened to any of it. So that's, that's I, great. I, I, no, thank you. Uh, Wait to uh, just break. Wait to break cause you out directly. Just break my heart. I am gonna lie to you. I I've listened. <laughs> I've listened to like two of them. That's fine. The one with DJ <laughs> rolled. So the one with DJ rolled. I haven't listened. Oh, we I haven't listened to DJ one yet. I've been mean. I've been wanting to. I listened to Brandon one and I listened to the Brothers Creeper one. Yeah, I enjoyed the Brothers Creeper one. The Brothers Creeper one is good. I I really I really like that one. Uh, the biggest thing for that is guys in general. They're just, just good guys. So. Yeah, and I think the the nice thing with that is that's a newer band. Yeah. For this area, yes, it is. You know, they didn't. I, I didn't know that they. I thought they had been around for a while, and I just didn't know about it. But sure enough, it, what, what's it been like a year and a half now? Maybe like two years. Yeah, they've been crushing it, dude. They've been crushing it. So yeah, I, and I think the the other piece about everything is that the maturity level and money, but also the fact that it's been the same people, and that's a good thing and a bad thing for a long time. Yeah, it's the same fun. people that have been playing music. There's not a whole lot of newer bands out there, mm-hmm. but what I'm seeing from the outside looking in a little bit more is that there's a bunch more stuff in Calvert that's happening. Yeah. More stuff a little bit in Charles County here and there. Well, the thing is the next the next step for this scene right now it's mainly just a lot of people who have been around you know, around the area for a while. You should always and crinkle been doing stuff into the microphone. Yeah, it's, it's I'm fine. I'm a new pack. It's fine. Not <laughs> this is the first time I have smoked a non-pack. Oh, that looks terrible. Either way, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking terrible. That's gonna break. You're the most unprofessional guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, man, I listen to well, Joe hey, Rogan all the time. Well, I know this shit. Yeah, I don't Dalton's guess. overshadowing you. Overshadowing you right now. That's. It's a shame. It's all good. It's the the next shame. step for this scene, because it's mostly the same people, is to reach it to like a younger generation. Because yeah, like, yeah, I I know exactly. for all of us, like we had my brother's place and the community center and stuff like that that were like all ages. Right now we're playing mostly for bars. I think the next step would be to try to find. It doesn't have to be every show. Like uh, you, we could still play in bars, but it would be nice for like. It would be nice to bring back like what Park Rock was, because uh, you know, Park not Rock. not pointing any fingers, but Park Rock <laughs> is kind of like not pointing lost any fingers over here, essence. guys. I'm not trying to call out anybody. Well, I don't know if I want to get anyone involved. exactly <laughs> right. To your point, like and this is something that I've always been passionate about: are all ages shows, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just incredibly difficult to find a place to do those in because you have to rent the space you have to have the PA, you have to do all the other stuff right so i think that's where some people are going in the music scene is recognizing the fact that we have to talk to the younger generations and get those going inspire new bands to come up yeah that's that's what i want i want to see like people come and see our shows and be like yo i want to do what the space lumberjacks do I want to. I want people to see people like <laughs> Crow Hunter and be like, "Yo, I want to do stoner metal," and people see Debbie Holiday like, "Yo, they said that." You know, I want people to see Debbie Holiday and be like, "Yo, they're kind of like Green Day, but like a little different." I want right. to do something like that, right, right. Like punk music or metal, whatever your taste is. What is the absolute like epiphany for like a Southern Maryland band? Is like what I'm curious about. Like, like what is our like, because we all can't aspire, apparently, to be, like, 
Sam Grow or anything like that because we don't play country music or anything like that. So we'll sure. never What's wrong with that. Ne- <laughs> no, 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 no I'm not. I'm not saying matter. there's anything wrong no, with that no. in general. I feel like covers I'm just saying, are the like, same realm. I cover think. Bands. I think that there has to be either a group of musicians or um, someone else that finally realizes that music can make money and sustain itself and have a community in there to open up a dedicated venue in the area. That's what I think. That's too. that's the the biggest an thing. absolute dedicated mm-hmm. venue to where you can do eighteen plus even even just say or all ages it doesn't. Yeah. But 18 plus would be a a good starting point, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, I think I think that's the the biggest thing and for like the evolution of a Southern Maryland band at the moment is to eventually get to that point to where we have a dedicated venue again because we haven't had one and the reason why there's no newer bands that we know of and that we see these kids coming out is because we don't have a place to play. Yeah, we don't have a place okay, to play. Fair enough. Yeah, play. Okay. And I think that if if there is a way to bridge whatever the music community is now with the school system or with the county or with anything like that, I think that's going to be the, the bigger piece well, to it. So if you're listening to this podcast and you have a place like that, Hit some people <laughs> up, yo. Last and night we played a show, and we had a high school band play with us once, and that was pretty awesome. They play a lot. They just a cover a cover band, but they they sound good. They were good. Yeah, yeah. And if awesome. you don't, if you just don't have that op- option to play out, then you're not going to be able to. Yeah. Get the inspiration. And well, I mean, I I think that the obvious with, thing is they need a place of practice first. That comes with the so, problem with the whole bars. Not 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 now. Bars are finally opening up to fucking bands. But now kids can't play those shows because <laughs> it's eighteen and older, man. Yeah, and a lot of times twenty one or over. Yeah, yeah. It's Most of the time it's twenty one, especially if you wanted to I play like. Yeah, well, I I, I think eighteen and bars is a lot, right? You just can't drink, uh, obviously. No. I think I think so. Really? But I think so. I, I think what's gonna I mean, I don't know the rule. what happens is yeah. When go ahead. No, I'm sorry, you're good. So no, what go happens ahead. is when you when you get when you get like 21 and older shows you're obviously gonna have people who are underage and so like shit well we gotta check these people and if they get hit for you know having people underage or anything like that then they get fined or whatever the hell yep. happens from bars or oh shit. yeah, yeah. like a license True. taken away exactly and Whoa. they they don't yeah. want they don't want you know they don't want their liquor license taken away <laughs> I don't oh, want my liquor hey, license. By the way, speaking away. of speaking of which, this podcast is brought to you by Nine Nine Brand Liquors. Ooh. Go out and get them today. <laughs> uh, it is not because they have not paid me. Okay, so Same. paid us <laughs> <laughs> merchandise. They have. Uh, I actually wear a shirt today. The uh, apparently, if you harass a company long enough, they will send you stuff. No like, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Absolutely. Uh, dude, harassment. I would say well, posted we, a bunch of Instagram when you tag videos them. Tag. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> no, here, here's what happens. We actually. We uh, pretended we were we were already sponsored, sponsored by them, <laughs> so we, we kind of back in the corner and they go, you know, we can't, we I can't, the guy, it was actually the guy from Instagram who runs our Instagram page hit us up because we can't like just sponsor like this, but we can send you stuff. <laughs> hey, hey, that's, that's all and right. they and they and they so we spent so yeah, uh, it was a backstory. whole Sunday or it was something a whole like Sunday. So we we used to have practices on Sundays and. Uh, we spent one entire Sunday just drinking 99s. So 
mind you, we were sloshed the entire time that we were doing this. And <laughs> the I, only thing that I remember 99s do are the airplane bottles. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, and that's they, all they, we they, were they, doing. They, okay. You, right. you, you, can, you can buy full, uh, fifths of them, but they're, they're yeah, hard. Yeah, but one big, one big fifth bottles. is just one yeah, big yeah. shooter. Just minis, ah, shooters. Like uh, we, we, yeah. we, we call them toots, toots. Yeah, toot, toot, tooters. Yeah, so we they're, they're supposed to be just on the airplane. We spent we they're in our exactly. guts all the time. They're, not, they're in the liquor yeah. stores in our guts. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, sleep them these days. And uh, so we spent one entire Sunday just going, well, fuck it, we're just gonna tag at ninety nine yeah. for the <laughs> and, rest of the day. No, no, it, it's, it's kind of funny because I actually started off as we're going, we're we're trying to sponsor by him, but then there was a shift. We're like, you know what, fuck it, we're gonna say we're already sponsored by him. We started doing hashtag yep. blessed for the sponsoring <laughs> yeah. and shit like yeah. this and on all of our posts. And so we're blessed. Thank you, thank you, thank you, ninety nine. And they actually they sent me an email. They're like, "Hey, we love your enthusiasm about ninety nine. <laughs> Can we send you some stuff?" I was just like, "Fuck yeah, dude. yeah, I'm That's whatever, I, I, dude." It's my favorite shirt. It's a fits yeah, perfect right there. If you ever see me in any of our photos with the little tattoo sleeves, those were also sent by ninety nine. Yeah. Dude, Look they sent us so much. Ninety nine. They sent us. I have a beer, but it's pretty But solid, it wasn't only ninety nine brand who sent us shit. It was the parent company Sazerac. of ninety nine. That's fantastic. I, that I know. I know us. that because we harass them enough to know that. Yep, <laughs> dude, we 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 bombarded them with just complete Instagram posts. Like, yeah, hey, we, we I can't believe everything. I cannot believe we're sponsored it's by nine. We were, we're not sponsored. sponsored at all. So yeah, you just got some free. Dude, free we swag. were just looking for free shit. <laughs> That's all it was. So that's that's interesting. Uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, social media before. Yes. Um, and the fact that, so you guys have been around as a band for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the things that uh, I kind of want to talk about is the formation of it, but also what you guys really want to do with it now, because it seems like it's just fun. I don't know yeah. what set goals that you may have. With the the music or with the brand or if you like you want to get bigger or whatever, but the fact that a band can just pester a brand and get <laughs> swag sent to them yeah. is amazing, and I don't think that would have happened ten years ago. Nope, at, you're at all. That. Space <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's just what we do. We're just say just pest. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I mean, I, I think I speak for the rest of the band when I say we we, we just like having a shitload of fun, man. We yeah. just like playing. We like playing silly metal, and and even I mean, last night we played a show with uh, Alica. Alica, Alica, Seamstress, Idolmind. How was that? Was that and, dude, it, was it was great? A fucking monstrosity! <laughs> the the audience was amazing. It we was loved it. Brutal. I didn't. But I didn't our get music. Our music late, isn't isn't something that you you get like angry enough to like head you know i mean not even headbang headbang Mo- is it's, moshing. it's metal moshing. but it's not like yeah. aggressive the, the, angry metal yeah, exactly. it's, no it's something and when party you listen yeah, to yeah, it yeah. and it's you go you go holy core. shit this fucking pan rules the, 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 <laughs> right. like, I, I think our biggest problem is is our recordings don't do our live shows anything cuz yeah. we yeah. we, yeah, we, we go hard on yeah. live yeah last night but the recording. But what are is like the they're... happy me? What's the happy medium? Because when you go to record, right, and everyone wants to sound perfect right. when they record, like what's the happy medium? Well, if if no, here's the thing: is I actually like the album. I think the album sounds sounds good, 
But it just it does it's not like it doesn't sound like us live for some reason. What do you Because it's not the full band. It's Chris. It's what do you, you think? Two. Oh well, yeah, it's a whole different. That I mean that could, that could be a thing. But I think the other part about it is the mixing of it and making sure that everything blends together really well, sure. right? So if you're a guitar heavy band, but uh-huh. on when you play live shows, those vocals go all the way through, but on yeah. your recording. Okay. They sit back. I mean, that's that's gonna ruin it the whole bit in there. Like you, you got to be able to kind of re- replicate what you do. So what, what you would what sound would like. your so with a band just just hypothetically, mm-hmm. if you had a band with a keyboardist, <laughs> thank you, that's me. Oh, no. <laughs> with a vocalist who screams, white, with white. a guitarist yeah. who who sometimes does solos, what would your ideal mix be? Well, I think one of the the first things as a band is to record yourselves live. Yes, Find someone that can record yourself live, oh, yes. because the I think the biggest thing that bands miss out on are being too close to your music. Yep. So if you have someone that can mix your sound that's not dedicated to this band that doesn't have a specific image oh, I get what you mean. in their head for it. If you're too close to it, you're yeah, not going to yeah. be able to... Because yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. going to sound good. Yeah, for, yeah. Like, yeah. for example, the, the problem with the last album, the movie night at the Intergalactic Inter- Dump, that was just me and Dalton. That's it. Right. No one else was in that project. Just for Sal joined, for anyone else joined. Sal. And Dalton <laughs> was pretty much... Did pretty much everything. He, he handled the drums, the guitar, the bass. I just did vocals and keyboards. And even the vocals he mixed, I think, that, mm-hmm. unless I'm wrong with that, I'm mistaken, I forgetting that. I mixed everything. So everything was just Dalton, pretty much. Right. So if you don't have if you don't have another Thanks, set of ears on there, <laughs> yeah, then you're not going to find someone that can. It sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and that's I, why. No, that's that's a good point. I never thought about that one. Sometimes producers are actually important because yeah. if you collaborate with a producer, a producer, you'll find someone that can accentuate your sound and bring yeah. out. Some more of that. So I think that's one of the things that bands that aren't recording seriously right. throughout the whole recording process. Which is ridiculous because if you go in to record in general, then you should obviously know that you want to put this out to other people. So that, if you go well, in to right, record. All right, so there's a <laughs> time to cut you off, Don. But we, we had a bit of a problem with that because we would finish like recording before it's even mixed. We go, oh, yeah, hell yeah, send this shit oh, out. God. And I'll make fucking lyric videos like the, the day of we're done fucking just recording like a vocals or a keyboard track. And I put these out, and like months later, we change the entire fucking song. <laughs> You go to the YouTube. There and are so, several so there is a bit of a because we we we, yeah, we, we get, have so a little bit excited from that one. <laughs> when, we, when we hear something good, we get excited. We go, yeah, fuck, let's share this shit. That's actually one of the biggest issues I think that younger bands have is to rush out a record. Yeah, yeah, I can, yeah. that's right. Completely agree. easily. That is the biggest, absolutely biggest thing, because they want everything on record. They want it out and immediate, like immediately for yeah. like public consumption which is fair you get a bit anxious with it you want to put it out there but there is value in having good quality recordings because they're they're going to stay on spotify for as however long (laughs) that it right right yeah until like the world ends that stuff's going to be out there and you want the best stuff out there because it may sound good to you but joe schmo and you know Idaho or whatever might just be like, eh, but it's 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 still at the same time it's hard to say I can't do it because 
I get a little antsy with like things. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, and for example, I, I I work on if you ever seen the promos we make for like shows, I I pretty much edit all the videos for the promos. And there are times I'll be I'll be, I'll be rewatching and go like, after it's already posted and I go, damn, I thought I, I could I I, th- I could think sit there and think of like ten more things to add to it, just stupid crap that like little sound effects and shit. And I go, I wish I'd fucking edit said like just release it so quickly. But I get I get excited. I go boop pop upload bada bing done. Uh, what I want to know though is how the lumberjacks came to be. Oh, okay. That's so a good one. let's let's do the, this, the origin actually, of it real quick. Okay. Well, I, I can I can go into this pretty well. well go for I, it. I know the history pretty well. I was there. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> um, actually, the lumberjacks start off in like I said, I said earlier, uh, sophomore year, tenth grade of high school. Mm-hmm. We were actually a punk band. Mm-hmm. We cover, We actually covered brand new. Which one? Um, what's Seventy times seven. Yeah, really. That was our first song. Yeah, that is a big departure from what you do <laughs> yes, now. Yes, absolutely. Big time. And then from there, we lost the vocalist, uh, and then we kind of broke his we, thumbs. <laughs> that was his brother. But uh, we uh, we we got we got a the drummer though, movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that it was pretty much the three of us. That's why there's that we actually have an image floating around somewhere in cyberspace. So this is the original lumberjacks. And there's just three of us looking like idiots. But um. Yeah, so the three of us, we we uh, pretty much turned to a jam band after that. Okay, and then did we? Yeah, we were a jam band. We were, dude. Li- the conversation, remember that song? That's our new song. Remember that shit? That garbage ass song. But uh, But um, and then oh, Skippy. Because that was the only too. fucking song that Skippy could play, and <laughs> Skippy is fine. Skippy's good. But uh, love you, Skippy. And then, I love Skippy. But Shout then, Skippy. then we got John Wayne, who's a vocalist of Stone Brew now. We got him on board, and we started turning into more of a groove metal. Right. We had the, kind of like a Pantera-ish meets I don't know something, 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 something. Because we had we had heavy keyboards still, and then okay. from there, then me and Dalton discovered Black Dahlia Murder, and we yeah. were, we started writing songs similar to those. We actually covered. Uh, Statue Ape back in the day. That's that's still probably one of my favorite bands in that style. Yeah, same. I just I, 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 Dolly Murder songs. Why don't we do that anymore? Because <laughs> it's hard as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to cooking on that. I just I I just think that they do everything pretty much perfect. Yeah. Yes, See, exactly. the thing is, I'm not that big. I, I'm, I'm in a metal band. I'm not that big. In a, I, I listen to Bad Are Religion you more than anything else. Right. Oh. But uh, so my, my my metal is limited. But I do love Black Dolly Murder. Anyway, we got we we got that, and then John Wayne. We kind of just kind of separated. We just mm-hmm. slowly just stopped talking. We got Bud at some point, and then that's when we went into like a more of a death metal mode. Yep, just kind of wandered in, just like, yeah. hey, I'm Bud. <laughs> yeah, so Bud was there. It, it just kept changing. The like, vocalists and musicians that kept coming in and out of it. We kept changing the tune. Yeah, because as far as I know, it's just really been you two at the core. Pretty right? much. Yeah. Or the band since two thousand. But you guys gotta know that me, me and Dalton have been like best friends since you know. We're thirteen. Actually, 30 it was now. twelve or so. Yeah. So yeah. Aww. I've known him since even before that. You should. You, you guys want to hear a funny story? Yeah, we're both. It's one of the first times I met Dalton. I, I knew him from school, from fifth grade. There <laughs> we go. Ready? But the first time I actually talked to him. He, he used to be scared of me, by the way. Mm-hmm. 100% but, uh, scared of because I was a I was I was a big, quiet, lurking man in the school, <laughs> and I wore sweatpants and had long hair. So you've been the same size since you were. Oh, 10. absolutely. <laughs> always been the man. He's always been a hulking boy. <laughs> but uh, but uh, me and Dalton, the first time we actually interacted uh, was uh, I don't know if he recalls this, but it was actually at a field trip for kids in the same 
had had the same therapist. Mental, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was, which is really fucking bizarre. Considering we were in like fifth grade at the time. No kidding. But we're I'm, always in therapy. What, what, I, you, you know, what? I, I can kind of narrow down the year for you because his brother Shane. The first time, that's, that's, that's why. That's why I first met Shane. The only thing I remember. The only thing I remember, like riding on the bus with him, was when we used to get picked up from fucking yeah. Elementary school. Yeah, because they, they, they had a driver. And they used to put on Z104 when <laughs> Z104 was fucking nothing but fucking I love like, Z104. Pop, come on, ride, ride the train ride and oh, ride man. it. Don't lose our nines dance. That's my favorite yeah, genre. Yeah. That's that the only thing. So, all right. So, long story short, me and Adam used to have to go to therapy with each other. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. All right. So, that's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But all right, so where the fuck did this conversation go? We're at Bud, (laughs) right? Oh, we're we're at at Bud. Yeah, we're at Bud right now. So Bud's the vocalist, and then at the Bud point is pretty much where we kind of topped off how metal we're gonna go, right? And then Bud kind of Bud didn't really drop out of the band. It's kind of a it's too hard because he never got a license, so it's so hard for him to fucking meet up with us yeah so we i got we just kind of got the point where like i decided to do the vocals myself in the last albums i was like fuck right. it, I, I can do it i wrote the lyrics i did the vocals we're good to go and the thing is by that point i was urging dalton to add the only thing that's really changed is i was urging dalton to add more like chorus because okay. when bud was there there was no choruses in any of the songs Mm-mm. if you listen to any of the songs with bud there is no chorus and that i hated that i love choruses i love i love Having a part that repeats and you can sing along he's with. A student. If be. He's a student of uh, Halford. Okay. Yeah, I'm a Jewish priest fanatic. I don't know if you're... <laughs> but um, so after that point, that's pretty much where we're at now. We're at the same metal thing, but with choruses. Okay, cool. And then when did Sal join? Sal. I can take over yeah, this please. part. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> don't do it. Pretty much what happened, uh, to go back a little bit further, there was a five Sal show that I believe... Uh, I know Aaron was there. And Crow Hunter was playing, and they do this part. It was it's usually it used to be their last song, where pretty much Kid will hand the mic off to anybody and everybody. And I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna take this mic right here, and I screamed into it. And I guess Aaron heard it, and uh, he was just I, I I I can't speak for him, but I guess he liked what he sound what Sounds. what I sounded like. And uh, he hit me up. It was just like, hey, man, do you want to try out for the Space Lumberjacks? And I was like, isn't that that one band, that really weird band from back in the day? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why the fuck not? And uh, I just remember coming down to the basement where we practice right now. It's my house, by the way. And uh, I was super nervous because I didn't know what to expect. Adam, you kind of like made me Your nervous because bitch. I don't know why. You just seemed intimidating at first. I don't know why. The craziest thing ever because Hulk, you're because he's a hawking boy. Sweetheart. I'm the like nice one. <laughs> You'll <laughs> always be the man beast because yeah. Well, <laughs> I can tell you why I'm called the man beast if you want to know. Yeah, it's, it's not a good story. Oh, well, Dawn wrote on my wall one night when he was drunk. Adam is a man beast, <laughs> and that's all it was. And I went, you know what? It. I'm going with it. it. <laughs> they were like 13 years old or some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, so so I went the, with it. the bigger story is that you were drinking at 13. Well, 15. Yeah. I, think, I think it was closer to 15, <laughs> well, it was 16. 13, maybe 16, it was, 16. Yeah, a little older. It was 16. It was yeah. 16-ish. Uh, we were in 10th grade by that point. Needless to say, Shut alcohol goes hand. Judgy McJudgish one. 
So, okay. So, uh, Sal, where did you start? Because you said that you played a couple shows here and there, but you weren't he really... He was on Silent on 5th Street. That, it goes even further th- than that. If you want to know my history, I've been, I've hopped around with a few bands. Uh, the first time I ever played like an actual metal show was actually the uh, high school talent show. <laughs> I hooked up with these guys, and I was originally... I uh, do... Uh, <laughs> hard, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was supposed to do Hearts Burst Into Fire by Bullet For My Valentine, which, yeah, it's a metal song, but it's very singy. Uh-huh. And when I was practicing with these guys, I did a little bit of screaming stuff like that, and they were like, hey, man, we're also doing another song. Do you know the song Pray For Plagues by Bringing The Horizon? Fuck yeah. We did a song. It sounded perfect. And uh, so for the talent show, we just uh, we got up and did it. I didn't know what to expect. I was super fucking nervous the whole time. But then when I got on stage, this is uh, this is where my craziness comes from. I just, uh, you know, we got right into it and I just became a different person. I was thrashing around, went into the crowd. I was screaming in people's faces freaking people out i actually had like kind of like a fake seizure if anybody listened to this remembers that you know exactly what i'm talking about where i just kind of flailed around and you'll see me do that at some of our shows all of them yeah and then (laughs) you know from there i was already in a band called fatal which uh was danny bones titus if any uh mike coyle chris roush who's also in roachzilla now formerly a maelstrom incision i mainly know them as maelstrom but um uh, Evan Ament and a bunch of our buddies, and we just we would jam a lot. We played like one show at the community center. You might remember it. We were the band that sprayed blood on our faces, and it that sounds very familiar. It was a very one-off thing, and what was the band name? Fatal. Fatal. Okay. And no. uh, so pretty much, I played it. I played. We played that show, and uh, I went a little bit too crazy, like I did at the high school show. Uh, they didn't like it. Apparently, it was a bit cringy, which I never saw the footage, but apparently it wasn't too great. Got kicked out, and uh, about five years go, five or six years goes by, and then eventually, I had jammed with a few bands. I remember like going through Craigslist and stuff like that, trying to like find bands. I remember trying out for this one band, for this dude. I was in at one point. But this dude was a little bit older. He was like kind of in his like middle ages, stuff like that. And I text him like an idea at like two o'clock in the morning. And he texts me back all caps and everything. He was like, motherfucker, if you text me at 2 a.m. in the morning, you're fucking out. I was like, well, okay, bro. Well, I guess I'm already out already. Yeah, I'm out. Fuck you. And then eventually, um, I ended up joining Black Rose. Okay. Like one of the first iterations of it. Most people don't know this because most people know Black Rose as Davey, Aaron, Cody, um, Mark, and all, everybody else. And uh, But before that, it was Alex Allerman, uh, Mark, who's always been there, me, um, and e- Eddie Langford was also in there for a bit. Shout out to Eddie. Wow. Ah, see, now we're, we're coming up on a familiar wow. name. Yeah, Eddie's a cool I, I, dude. I we used to smoke weed in his car before practice. I, 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 actually, I, <laughs> I actually grew up with Eddie Lingford. Yeah, buddy, that did, that's my dude right there. And uh, I we play, I played in that band for six months. We um, we ended up recording an EP, um, and it just didn't work out. They showed the the EP to some people. Some people didn't like my vocals. 
and I showed it to my friends, and they were like, Sal, this, this, you don't really fit into this mix. Sure, yeah. So it was kind of a mutual, like, breakup, and, you know. That's actually something really, really important to know. Like, if, if you're trying for all these different styles or whatever, and you just, your vocals just don't match. It just didn't match, man. Like, it's not, it's not a huge thing, but it's something that if you don't know, like, you could be in that band for a long time because they just like you. Yeah. But you just don't sound good. Exactly. <laughs> and what ended up happening was, like, Aaron and Cody eventually came in and Davey came back because Davey was actually their original vocalist and then they broke ties and they came back. And they sounded great for a while. It's it's a shame that they don't play any shows. Shout out to, you know, those guys. You know, wouldn't be crazy for them to play more music. But I'm just saying. <laughs> so, okay, after, after I break up with uh, Black Rose... Uh, and um, a few months go by, and I had befriended Zach Elwood from Sound on Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I went to a few shows and stuff like that, and um, Sam Murray had, a, had like, left the band and stuff like that, and they were looking for a vocalist. And, uh, you know, I, I tried out for it, and they took me in. I played, like, the whole summer with them. And uh, it was really fun. I like, I, I love all those guys. Shout out to Kevin, JD, Keith. Um, miss all those guys. Zach. Um, I, you know, even though the 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 way it ended wasn't the greatest thing in the world, I, you know, still love those guys. Pretty much, uh, there was there was um a show we played in DC at this random like deadhead hippie coffee bar. And we sounded like garbage. <laughs> it wasn't our fault. This sound system was just like messed up. And the dude like came up and he was like yelling at Zach, like, that's why I cut you guys off. You guys sound like stuff and shit and stuff like that. And Zach was just taking it. So I go over there and I'm like, shut the fuck up, motherfucker. Like, it's not our fart. You're so fart. <laughs> he said the word fart. It's Joe. not our fart. Finally, go on. Now we can get on this. All right. He said fart. It's not our fault that your sound system sucks. And then Ricky McWilliams, uh, who's in Cowboy Crossing now uh, and was the bass player at the time, dragged me. I was like, dude, you got to fucking chill and stuff like that. And then uh, Zach wasn't very happy about that. And uh, it just one thing led to another. I got kicked out. He took over for vocals. So where do you think that comes from? Like the the whole like and because you've seen bands come through like day to day like is like w when you get to the point where you're just like fuck it we're just gonna kick him out of the band i don't know there's a lot of theories that i won't go into what happened i know a lot of people have talked to me about it and you know there's a theory that zach wanted to zach wanted the lead vocal spot and that's fair you know he wanted to give it a try and it didn't work out with that or maybe it just, maybe, because some people I know with, like, my vocal style and with a lot of other people's vocals, they'll say, or just any member of a band, they'll say they like it because they, you know, they they like it and stuff like that, and breaking up is hard to do, but... Because you're French. Well, exactly. the, the, well, the reason Dalton brings it up is because Sal, 
What? You're yeah. fired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I knew this was a setup. God damn it. All right. Well, I'll, I'll practice. Yeah, it's actually just an boys. intervention. Thank you. Well, you, can, yeah, you, can yeah. leave, you can leave the beer here. <laughs> the beer. boy season leave is over. Leave the beer over. you bitch. But yeah, I don't, beer hold any hard, I don't hold any hard feelings I, I, with when, them. When Sal first joined the band, he started acting crazy on stage. He asked me if it was too much at one point, I believe, because he felt bad. Or something like that. Yeah. And I made sure to tell him that I want you to go as fucking apeshit crazy as you as your heart wants. I want that. It I think, rules. I do. Every time. I, I think to uh, up higher and higher. Hell yes. I think to Dalton's question, it's a lot. Just people don't know how to talk to other people. Oh yeah. And they just wait for that one moment to be like. You're out. I'm done. Uh, Fuck they, you, they, dude. They, they, it's, there's, it's, a, there's a part of me that I think to, that was it. To me, it seemed like it's their fault. When yeah. I just yeah, yeah. Fuck you kind of thing. There was also another thing where I drove uh, all of Blunt Force Rebellion. Shout out to John Wayne, Cody, Steven, <laughs> Johnny, all those guys. <laughs> what a He's an we drove He's all the way to Reading, Pennsylvania. And Zach, just, Zach said he had me covered for Some gas, priest. and this oh, is when one. I was working at, oh, yeah. like, Dash. We went, all right, gas hold station. on. Before Sal, we went and saw Judas Priest in Red of Pennsylvania. <laughs> hell yes. <laughs> so you just interrupt the story. Just for yeah, hell. Okay. Big time interruption. If it makes you feel better, Zach Wall was there, too. Yes, he was. Oh. And I passed <laughs> out. I passed and out. And Lizzie. Middle of the set, and I offered this guy a bag of whiskey. And he said, uh, "No, I have to go to uh, work tomorrow." And when we say bag of whiskey, we mean a not a block. I mean literally a fucking bag, bag, bag of whiskey. fucking whiskey. I mean, it wasn't that is insane. That's I mean, that's like a bag of wine. We just live, dude. We just whiskey. live this wild life, man. We're just like, well, fuck it, dude. We're just we're just gonna bring shit. Just and I remember when we were at that fucking show. Sorry, Sal. No, you're good, dude. Do your thing, uh, We we fucking we we. <laughs> I went to the bouncer and I dangled the bag of whiskey in front of his face and I went, Miss this motherfucker, didn't you? And the bouncer went, You're out. <laughs> and I went right the fuck back in. <laughs> and then we fucking drank and we drank like champions for the rest of the night and then we saw Priest, man. That was the first time I That's think fantastic. I saw Priest. I a- guess that's like a going out to Reading, Pennsylvania thing because no, no, this the shit was at it's probably the same venue. It was the at reverb? the uh, it was a big one. reverb. It yeah, was a there you go. I, I don't know if it was yeah. a reverb. It was yes, a it was. Stadium. It was that it was major. It was seating. the major venue at in. Dude, Chris, what is Redding, that? What is, what is that venue in Reading, Pennsylvania that everyone Fuck goes to? I know. It's the Reverb, Fuck dude. That's us, you, if you know what Reading, Pennsylvania is. That is like it's like a stadium type thing. It's like if you go up to uh, Hagerstown up in Northern Maryland. It's like very like old school looking stuff like that. There's not much going on yeah, there except the oh reverb. no, I saw. Cl- oh, never mind. It might have been clutch. I, was I don't know. <laughs> never mind. All right, so uh, and the the biggest thing for you, Sal. So th- these are all Calvert bands. For the most part. For the most part. So, I'm, I was only familiar with a few of them, like Blunt Force Trauma. I remember. Oh, yeah. uh, oh yeah. I remember. Oh, uh, those guys. Oh, yeah. The. Aaron Bettina, what's up, dude? <laughs> the Dudes in Coast is Clear John. was in another band. Johnny, Frantic. Uh, Joey. Uh, oh, man. Don Joey. Brian, Shout yeah, out, Joey. Brian. No, he was in a different one. 
Shout out Joey Joe oh, Pistol Creek Gang. Pistol Creek Gang. Yeah, Pistol yeah, Creek yeah, Gang. Yeah, boy. So, oh, that's the finish. Yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Boys, hell so, yeah. Uh, seeing them play again, um, so it's Chris, I think, was the vocalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout seeing him play again was really cool because I haven't seen him fucking – I haven't seen any of the Calvert guys in 15 years, it feels like, 10 well, years, whatever it is. Now they're doing it big with Coast is Clear, dude, and Coast is Clear, shoo. They're something else, man. The, those guys, it, you know, the members have changed, but it's stayed, like, in this, like, very unique type of music that's, you know, it's just always good. And Coast is Clear, I don't know how long they've been going on for. I don't know when they made the transition from Pistol Creek to Coast, but it seems like forever. And yeah, I think Pistol it. Creek Gang was, like, the preemptive, preemptive, how do you say that word? Preemptive. You're I good. Like Preemptive. Band, but there was the well, no. pistol and then coast. Well, no, for the like the southern rock, like stoner metal thing. Yeah, it was for like doubt. a big yeah. fucking thing that just blew up in like the Calvary County thing, and and it is you know, you know it, it 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 is it is fantastic. I I love the music. Um, it's just everyone flocked to that. If yeah, that makes sense. I think it's interesting that each county in Southern Maryland has their own kind of like unique spin yeah. and yeah. taste. So you have a lot of the metal in Calvert. You have uh, Charles doesn't really do that much at the moment, um, but St. Mary's is very diverse, which is really cool. Um, but I always thought that was interesting. So um, and then. Sal joined the band after Aaron. Uh, what is his last name? Testerman. Testerman. Ball Testerman. There you that's, go. That's bison um, beefcake to you, sir. Bison beefy boy. <laughs> so he just found you in the crowd, basically, and was like, "Hey, come try that out." Been cool, with Aaron, because dude, Aaron like does so much for these shows, man. Like, because he does a lot of the video for, right? Does mm-hmm. a lot of the video. Does a lot Everything. of the booking. Like, if you want to talk about key people and like like the resurgence of this stuff, Aaron is definitely one of them because he does a lot of work for this shit he does a lot of the promoting a lot of the booking he t- he, he knows people he's the, he's the guy man name every person that he knows <laughs> and go that's uh it's a lot that's that's fantastic i like i like that story and so now we have a full band again yes. right it's not just adam and dalton thank mm-hmm. cool. um oh, hold on let's tell dirk's story but how dirk's story is actually pretty interesting because that well it's it, you know it was like i don't is there a story we got it's not a story he's, a, he's just good at drums <laughs> thank you dirk. We, he's just good at drums we, we, we love you dirk. his face off and yeah he can he can drink and he can handle his fucking he loves he horror movies that's what me and him bond we, we we're both horror movie fanatics he doesn't fucking hate us so that's yeah. good enough that. Love bless, you, bless his heart. Bless uh, his heart. Go on, Chris. Sorry. Right, so now we have a full band again. Yes. yes. Right. And that hasn't been like that for a little bit. Correct. Right. Ten years. So when when you guys have a full band, what are what are you guys thinking now? So the live shows, it's now we can get a better cohesive sound. Now we gotta try and figure out what our next step is to record the albums or the EPs, whatever, right? Well Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, as far as live show goes, uh, Sal can probably go for that for the rest of the recording and shit. Then definitely me. But because well, the thing is, we actually have songs ready to roll. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of getting the band together and 
Get them in one room. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Pretty Which much. Uh, we have albums. We literally have albums. Ready twenty-eight to go, songs. <laughs> pretty much. We have two. I've albums. recorded twenty-eight songs. <laughs> we just need time, dude. Like yeah, this exactly. whole year. I, I tried to calculate it. It's like uh, calculate like I'm doing some fucking big math. I'm not, not. just going to the band page and look at all this. <laughs> yeah, big maths right here. Uh, <laughs> quick maths. Um it's I think we played like over seventeen shows, maybe. So you've done seventeen shows in just this year or maybe a year and a half. Because yeah. we okay. our first show all together was um 17 sounds like not enough. Uh, right. Like, that's seventeen's That's, that's yeah, let's, let's, let's give them Dude, a solid been, 19. 19. We've been doing we've been doing me, two shows a month for the last like give or take 12 or 13 months. And that's that doesn't sound like a lot but it is, especially when you're trying to do other shit. Do other know? stuff. Yeah. yeah, so you have to try and find that balance between playing live it, and then recording and it then can be frustrating having yeah. a wife and yeah, all this other yeah, shit. And balancing all that shit out, right? And I was trying also balancing the uh, last one yet stuff at the same time. It just it, yes, because I was feeling, I was feeling pretty stressed the last few yeah. months. Honestly, I've been I'm actually because uh, this tonight is the last one yet last show for at least for a little while, and I'm looking forward to the whole break. And then Space Summer Jacks, we're doing a little slight break to record and stuff. Yeah, is that so, yeah? Is that it's a 18, com- by the way? We played eighteen shows. This year. <laughs> Well, is that um, a conversation that you guys have that you you realize yes. that hey, this is way too many absolutely shows? Yeah, well, shows thing is that we also want to record it to right. get the next thing out because we we don't have a track with Sal in there yet and or Durka and Aaron, and so like promoting our last album, it just seems kind of it's a it's moot point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it because I'm pushing basically me and Dalton, and right. not The whole band, right. So yeah, that's I'm why trying. we don't sell shit at our shows. We're just like <laughs> we just give, we, we give shit away. It was just, it was just me front. and Adam like that. We're doing <laughs> yeah. all the songs on. So we we're like, well, you know, if if it's just gonna be me and you, then we're not gonna sell this shit. Yeah. Right. And then like, and then when we got Aaron, Durka, and Sal, we were like, well, shit. Now we have a real. <laughs> we actually have a real band. We can yeah. actually start Let's doing this go. shit. Does that feel better? Oh, absolutely, dude. When it was just me and Dog, yeah. like it was fine because it was just us doing stuff. We could record, do what the hell we want, right? Our time. But as as a band, it was just lacking in like soul, you know? Yeah, yeah. There was just something missing. And it was just the, it was this whole spirit Absolute of just being together. Yeah, just that's, the spirit of a team. Team. That's yeah. fantastic. All right, and then one of the things that I want to um, touch on too. So, Adam, you were talking about all the graphic design, all the videos, the yeah. lyric videos, all that stuff, right. and and you know releasing stuff too early. Yeah, maybe not taking your time with it. Um, I think one of the the cool things about um, musicians nowadays that no one really remembers is that there's so many facets to right. their skill sets, yes. right? Yes. So you have lyric videos, you have graphic design, graphic design you have all this uh-huh. other stuff in there. The when promos. you are, yeah, the promos, all all that stuff, right? Like the promos are a big key with us. Like, I think that that's... I put a lot of time in promos, actually. <laughs> it may not <laughs> seem like it sometimes, but... It's, it's a, a bunch fun of thing it. we do. Like, it's a bunch of his some, time. Yeah, it, it takes a few hours each video, but yeah. Well, do you think that's something? Is that skill something that just was from the band, or did you have that before, and you're bringing it to the band? The, I, I've always been very passionate about videos. Mm-hmm. I, I I love 
doing little acting roles. I love doing, I love editing videos. It's just a passion of mine. I'm actually, to be honest with you, it's not even sound shitty. I'm probably more passionate about videos than I am music. <laughs> I just love putting videos Nothing together. Wrong with that. I mean, ever since being Dalton, you can Dalton can tell you because uh, one, one of the first things we did we're together, kids. we made a little shitty little yeah. movie together. Terrible movie. Well, have you pursued it Good more movie. at all? No, I haven't. I just, I, what you see is what I do pretty much. Okay. I, whatever I post. And the thing is, I just, I don't know. I, Adam, Adam, I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Inter- <laughs> Adam was and is incredible at making like films in general. I can be. So I we never, we never, I mean, we were like 13 years old and shit and we were making like full length movies well that 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 was the thing was that was actually because i had a vhs camera so it was mm. i and th- there was so no editing there was just shit there was right rewinding there. and filming over stuff if need be. <laughs> <laughs> so. but i i think that's i think that's cool yeah where you know you have that skill set that you brought to it that you've learned over time for yeah, it right yeah, it's definitely been a long process to get to where i am now and you can still see all the flaws i, I in the videos but yeah right grown for sure so how do you how would you balance that out between maybe your passion for that, the passion for the bands? Because you're in multiple, um, you yeah. know, one is more or less going away. Right. Um, and then kind of the structure that you have to have, obviously, with your family, but the, the band itself with um, Space Lumberjacks trying to get to a point where you're releasing music again, you're, you're recording yeah. again, you're going through that whole process. Well, to, uh, let me start with the family thing. So I, I'm married, I have a wife, and... Uh, Here's the thing about me is I I'm a, I'm wide awake by like 5 a.m. and she's sleeping until like 11 or 12 on the weekends. So sa- Saturday morning I'm cracking or you know, maybe Friday night if I'm having a few drinks and staying mm-hmm. late, I'm cracking a video done. I'm getting done that done quick. Because it, I mean videos can take depending on the video obviously it can take a long time it could take no matter what it's gonna take me at least like two hours mm-hmm. just because I add a lot of stupid sound effects and edits and shit. But uh, as far as like the band stuff goes, the band I have dedicated days to. I have to, I have to, because my my wife, believe it or not, likes spending time with me. So, <laughs> so I I try, I try to make sure I have time for her, and it can be it can be a fucking hassle. And I was getting very stressed out the last few months because I I have to come down because I live in Chesapeake Beach. I, right. I come down here where we are now, in and Saint that's Mary's. an hour. Or so away. yeah, it's about fifty minute drive, yeah. and that's and I'm here. I leave I literally leave for from work. I get up to go to work at like 5 a.m. and I come down here. I'm not home till about nine, and I'm I'm not, I'm, not, I'm gonna braggart, <laughs> and I'm an early sleeper. I, I once I'm at home, I get home at nine. I'm probably in bed by like 9:30. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, when you wake up at five o'clock every morning, yeah. so the the structure, the days that you dedicate, right. I think is really important. Okay, that's been the biggest thing that I've uh, learned throughout everything okay. is that people think that. Uh, musicians or anybody that's doing it for a hobby aren't structured. Like they don't understand okay. how schedules work. They don't. Okay. Yes. They think that you're just playing music, getting drunk, and, and well, having fun. But trust me, when you have a full job, structure is all you pretty much can base yeah. life off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because time that, time flies by when you get a little at, at a certain age. You know. It's, right. We, but I I think that's uh, a very important thing to yeah. recognize is, is making sure that you can set aside the time for. Yeah. Things that you like doing, yes. Pursue that, and so, then also be able to. So, what would be the answer for, like, significant others that have people that they love, want to be like, 
musicians and shit. So you're <laughs> you're saying like what what like what's the sun? Yeah, so like girl tell me the answer. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't think there. Yeah, no. For God's sake, just give me the damn number. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. think. Uh, what I gotta do to get my old lady off my back? <laughs> I just I mean, want to pour gasoline on my foot and light it on fire. I think the structure is a part yeah. of it. Structure is because I mean, I only, I only have so many, so much time in the day to do anything I want to do personally. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely it's it's a struggle, but the the structure, it's it's pretty much I work harder on the weekends because that's when I have my most free time. Yeah. And the, the problem is I, I work about 50 plus hours a week, give or take, but uh, it's because I work 10 hour days yeah. for five days a week. And it's, uh, the, the, by the time I get home, I'm just like so exhausted and drained. And plus I have two, two days are dedicated to two other bands. Right. And half the time, the weekends are already booked for shows, you know? So yeah, I, so you don't really have a whole lot of there's time to yourself is, either. Structure, yeah, that, that that's actually oh, a big man. problem because I'm I'm pretty much an introvert. You yeah. Know? So my my personal time is a big deal to me. I'm also a gamer, so I I try to get some game time in, but but the uh, it's it can be very just stressful basically. You know, it's just it's overwhelming at times, but uh, it's it's as I you know I I, I I deal with it. Do you have anything <laughs> specifically that you do to deal with it? Drugs. Um, <laughs> drugs. <laughs> I want a few drinks. No, to, to deal with it, I honestly, I would take my wife out on a date. It's pretty much how yeah. I deal with my. Uh, that's how I get. I loosen up and just go out. And, you know, that's pretty much all I can do. Because I mean, I I, I love going out. Sometimes I go out. Because sometimes she doesn't want to go out, and I'll just go out by myself. It's perfectly fine. I dig it. I'm, yeah. I'm down with going out by myself. See, I don't have this problem at all because I am single as fuck. <laughs> yeah, ladies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so. As a as a band, now that you guys have gone through some of the the other trials and tribulations of knowing that releasing stuff is too quickly, or Terrible. you want to be able to tweak it and stuff like that, yeah. When you guys go to record and when you're starting to talk about that stuff now, are you structuring a release and a record? Well, here's the thing with Air with Aaron and our band, it's pretty much <laughs> he he is very vocal about wanting to hold off on things, certain things. Because he's also Which, in, you know, he it, he does all the booking stuff. Real, and realistically, we kind of need that in the band. He's that that's a vital uh, mouth in the band, you know, because we we need someone to say we we shouldn't do that right now. And yeah, because because uh, me and Dolph, we get a little overzealous. We we just want to push <laughs> shit out. Well, I think that uh, you have tools to use as far as your promo videos and stuff like yeah. that to build. Yes. Up to a release. I I agree with that, and we've I, I, well, I don't know if we've discussed it, but I've considered like just doing like a little a, a fake like, advertisement or something. Yeah, something silly like that. I like things that look like VHS tapes. Yeah. And it, also uh, the reason for the break also is because Aaron is in another band as well. Shout yeah. out to Rosella, shout out to Cody, Mark, Chris, Aaron. Just a, <laughs> just a shout out cast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you oh, yeah. should definitely name more people. Oh yeah, oh, I'd go all day. <laughs> You didn't say but no I, I mean, I, Hi, mom. Shout out to mom. I hope I hope that's one thing that uh, you guys think about uh, when you finally have the full band in there and have those conversations to say, okay, now I can go ahead and actually take my time with a release and get it done right the way that I want to and have that kind of soul in there, right? That is Absolutely. what I only want, and that's why we haven't released any song but, aside from boost troll uh, I, I don't give a fuck about boost troll shout out boost troll shout out me dirt and python um, dirt and python 
Dirt and Python. We'll fucking release whatever, no matter what. Space Lumberjacks and Booze Troll are both on Dude Drinks Inc. records, so uh, <laughs> look for their albums. <laughs> Shout out Dude Drinks. <laughs> no, but we we don't release. We're not releasing fucking Space Lumberjacks tracks. Yeah, we're holding off. Yeah. Against my own. I'm hoping by the summer we'll have something together. Yeah. A Excellent. For you. I just think it's important to know that you can actually hold off on something. We, it's yeah, potentially no no it's November, bro. Anything's possible. <laughs> Fucking just rolling with it. It's uh, it's on the wish list there. I'm not, I'm not gonna do it right now. We'll do it later. <laughs> <laughs> so since you guys have been together for ten plus years, right? Yes. Uh, we can go th- around. What do you think is the biggest thing that you've learned about yourself when it comes to through music or through bands or anything? Um, and if anybody wants to start, I say Salgo first. I want to hear an example. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, <do> you, have <laughs> you, <laughs> what have you? What have I learned? What have you learned about us? You well, fucking what you yourself, yourself, yourself. It, yeah, it, it's an inner growth. Yeah. What do you think that you've learned the most about yourself when about it comes space lumberjacks? Out of out of music, out of bands that you've oh, been about dealing yourself. with. Yes. Never mind. Um, any other the experiences that you've had playing music? Just be yourself, man. Like I said, I, I I got kicked out of the one band because I was a little bit over agitated, but now it works. And the big thing is, you will don't ever quit at it. Like, because there was a lot of times where I was just like, I'm just not gonna do music anymore. But eventually, I found this band, and this this is the band, man. Like, you will eventually find it. I I think that's the main thing is don't don't quit at it because eventually you'll find. A group of people that you click with, even if it's a, a couple crazy alcoholics, you know. Whoa, strong words, from a strong man. Heavy A, heavy but A. Hey, heavy if you're a. a crazy alcoholic as well, you know, it'll work. It'll work. Well, what heavy you, ass word, bro. What do you think keeps you driven the most to keep going for it? Music has always been my passion, man. Like I, ever since I was a young boy. Um, it's just always kept me driven. It's always something I want to do. I, I, you know, shoot, I owe the government $20,000 for trying to, uh, go to audio production school at the Art Institute of Washington. <laughs> not shout out the Art Institute of Washington. You guys go fuck yourselves with your stupid <laughs> ass. Not a shout out. Finally, finally we got a non shout out. <laughs> not shout out. Fuck the Art Institute of Washington. <laughs> but yeah, that, you know, it's just, I can't get jiggy with this shit. <laughs> I can't get jiggy with this shit. Um, I, it's just always been a passion of mine and I'm just glad I never quit doing it. That's yeah. Now I'm here and having a great fucking time. Fantastic. Dalton, what, what about you? What do you think is the biggest thing that you've learned about yourself through music? Uh, my best friend, Adam, right there. <laughs> Aww. So fucking sad. That was it. That's it. Is, is there, you, you don't want to say how I would have, I would have, uh, I, I'll tell you a really lame story. Oh, boy. All right. So when I was like 13 years old, I, uh, I, I pledged, I pledged, I pledged my soul to the devil to learn the guitar solo from fucking Freebird. <laughs> and, uh, Oddly enough, you still can't get it right. Yeah, no. And uh, the I, not kind, I kind of learned it. Close, close. <laughs> You should try to get a, get a fucking uh, refund on that one. <laughs> yeah, I wish. But no, man. Hey, music is fucking is king, man. Like, if you don't fucking... I don't know. 
like that's a, like that's the one thing that still confuses me is like when people are like oh we don't look at music you're like okay well everyone likes every every music like I hate most like rap music but I fucking appreciate it right yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. right and shout out rap music <laughs> shout out rap music shout out Kanye Pastor Troy shout out <laughs> shout, shout out Pastor Troy shout out Adam shout out Drake know. thank you I'm here shout out 99 Drake can never be on this show. Don't shout out him. Um, <laughs> not shout. Well, out whatever. Him. So, anyways, so nah, fuck it. <laughs> no, I mean that's good. So the your your best friend. That's my best the, friend. Yeah, obviously he's my fucking yeah. He's my he's your muse rock. over there. What do you think is the driving force to keep you going out of everything else? Because you guys have been really the core of the band for however long it's been. So, what has kept you going? Years. Yeah, what has kept you going to keep doing it? He's 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 my muse, bro. I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. Don't don't get it twisted with Dalton. We, we, he's very passionate about music. This motherfucker I'm, sends me guitar tracks yeah, every day, yeah, for and that real. takes a special person to go home every day and not only just play the guitar but record brand new songs every so day. Every, and so everything Saw said is bullshit. <laughs> it's not bullshit. What? I'm, I'm, so. I'm trying to hype you up, man. <laughs> he's, he's not lying. No, Adam is my best friend, and I run every single piece of music that I've ever written through this guy, and if it doesn't approve from him, then I don't I approve don't nothing, sir. <laughs> and he approves for nothing. So That's, that's fantastic. I, like I, that. I married Dalton's cousin, by the way. This is telling me a little closer. Ooh. Yeah, because he wanted to marry me. Shout out to Oh, yeah. I mean, at the time, it wasn't legal. So what you can do? <laughs> uh, Adam, what do you think is the biggest thing that you've learned about yourself? I won't say what I've learned, but I will say what I understand. I don't understand. Let me just say it this way. When I'm on stage, I'm a different human being. I feel nothing but positive energy flowing through me. I'm a pretty negative person just sitting around, you know? <laughs> I'm a pretty bare, sh- awfully negative. Person. I'm a hateful oh, motherfucker. I'm he nice hates so every nice. motherfucker on earth. I don't. I don't hate. I, it's it's not. It's not. I hate people. I hate just stuff. everyone. No, yeah. <laughs> I don't, not everybody, but everyone. I'm, if you come to me, I'll be the sweet. I'll be the biggest sweetheart of the world to you. But <laughs> but um, when I'm on stage, I just feel like I'm 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 like one with everybody. All of a sudden, you know, I'm 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 not this introverted, quiet kid anymore. I'm just I'm there just uh. I, you know, I I just feel more alive. You know, and so that's that that's it's it's not really a learned thing. It's just, that's what it is. You know, I I don't know how to rephrase it, but that's I mean that's good. You feel more alive when you're absolutely. playing music it's, and on stage. It, it gives me a reason to want to do what I do. Okay, cool. So you feel alive. I think that's a feeling that everybody wants and yes. few ever achieve. Uh, what do you think keeps you driven? Is it that feeling? Is it the for for music in general? Yeah, I mean. I, I love music. That's, but the thing is, I'm I'm. That's not my biggest passion in the world, but I do love. I I prefer. I I would, I would kill to be on stage any time of the day. Though I, I love being on stage. It's a, it's just a it's just a weird power you get behind it. You just you feel good about yourself. Better than sex. Telling you, I'm telling you that right now. Being on stage, I will say it's. Play, I I will say that right I, there. I, I it will, is better well, than I'm, sex. I won't put it on a ranking. I'll just say it. It makes myself feel good about myself. So I love doing it. Yes, that's nice. great. Yes. Best therapy. Absolutely. Sal. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah, better than sex. <laughs> there is nothing better than I, I tell you. I, I, let me tell you something. 
<laughs> it's it's just a whole different kind of feeling, man. There's like a, this you power, know, man. This power. If you could put the feeling of being on stage and performing in front of people and putting a good show into a drug, everybody would take it. Oh, for sure. Every single person. As long as it was a good show. No it's bad just shows. it's. It's it's a high that can never be replicated unless you go <laughs> play a show and be in a kick-ass rock band. So it's we as rock and it's, roll. It's just that motivation to just keep pursuing the passion, you know. Cool. It's I chasing I, that high. I agree. I agree. Mostly. I think that's actually it, man. Yeah. yeah. I li- I like that. All right. Cool. Damn it. That's it. We're good. All right. I was going to say... Shout out to, shout out to Ambition Radio. Let's what go. were you going to say? Oh, well, I was going to say, I just love playing with my best friends. <laughs> we love you too, man.